This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's September? How did all that happen? Anyway, we'll talk about some signings in the front office. We'll talk about guys, quote-unquote, willing to stay. We'll talk about what the hell Phil Kessel could be up to. What's he, what's he cooking up right now? It's Face Off Hockey Show, right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, everybody. Scotty Waz here. Johnny P there. Welcome to the Face Off Hockey Show. A little subdued as in the midst of moving, trying not to get sick. And I think I, I, think I failed. I think I failed mm. a little bit. Well, I mean, that is always what happens, right? Yeah. Stress and everything like that. So, stress. You've been in a place that nobody's been in for the last three years. Right, essentially. I mean, your storage, if if anywhere COVID still exists in its original form, it's in that storage true. location. It's very true. Well, that was last week, and that's fine. So, I don't know. I guess it festered the 14 days, but. <laughs> uh, I went to Omaha this weekend, so um, we'll get into that after we get into you. You had hockey to shoot, fi- finally. I, I did. Preseason. Preseason, baby. Let's go. Maryland Black Bears. Had a preseason game. Took some pictures. Uh, you can see on the Facebook in... Hockey Show uh, Facebook page at FOHS Radio. Yes. Stood in a penalty box. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Nice. Fun to be back at the rink. I have a um, new Black Bears Adidas vest Ooh. that is currently being sewed up as we speak. The last Black Bears patch that I had in my house is going on an Adidas vest that I bought myself. Beautiful. So that looks is going to look fantastic. Probably end up in the bag this weekend uh, uh, as long as everything's still a go for next weekend in Minnesota. Uh-huh. It's like 60 degrees in Minnesota, apparently. Dude, we when we got out of the truck stop, it was windy and freezing, and I was in shorts, and I'm just like, this is bullshit. Because <laughs> it was, so we left Omaha. Wave in Maryland. We, we left in Omaha. It was 99 degrees. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oof. That's kind of what it is here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, had that going for me. I uh, went to Slancha in... Baltimore and I watched some soccer and then on the walking back to the death house we stopped at Hudson Stack House which oh. was cool they got a new uh they got a new uh Super Checks Ooh. game it has much better lighting the new Super Checks has much better lighting it's got a video screen uh it's fantastic we didn't play uh, oh. but it's fantastic <laughs> um and then I played golf at nice. uh renditions on Monday which is a golf course in Maryland that tries to copy famous golf holes from around the world. Mm. Um, so it's neat. It's fun. It's a 
it's a fun course the first time you play it because yeah. you get to see like the history like every hole has the history of what the hole is and why and this that and the other thing and it looks cool um they try to make it the same so it's like putting on glass which is fucking mm. stupid i'm not good enough like let's be dead honest i'm not good enough to uh put a ball three inches and have it roll off the front of the green right right um, so so i don't enjoy that part <laughs> um but yeah all in all a pretty eventful weekend nice well Just, done I, I mean uh the I even had to work some in there. As well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, bringing the computer program in the hospital up to like 2010. Hey, there you go, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Finally. Sometimes I feel that way about our materials management program because it still uses like DOS prompts. Yeah. So it's a uh, hospitals. Um, hospitals get on a kick where they're like, hey, this thing works. Okay, what's that mean? Well, I mean, unless they stop supporting it, we're just going to keep using that. I'm like, well, and look at it this way: they can't hack information. I'm like, the cassette <laughs> player stopped working 15 years ago. Yeah, we're on Windows 95 pro type programs uh, for our <laughs> stuff. So, uh oh, did we have to invite the guest? Did we? Did I knock him off the list? I don't know. I just got a text that says, uh, "Did I miss it? Miss an invite?" Yeah, he did. It's not cool enough. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to blame it on you. That's fine. There's Sean Leslie. We're ringing him up right now. That's Sean Leslie. He's coming on. So I was in Omaha. Uh, moved Jen back up as we start first leg one of our move. That's Sean Lee. He joins us here. Welcome. There we go. Welcome, sir. He's so happy. He is. He loves cool it. Boys. Hey. Um. So, yeah. Moved We're going through weeks. You get to tell us how your weekend Yeah, went. it's going to be great. Um... <laughs> Moved Jen from Omaha, got back home last night around 11.30 off the 10-hour drive from Omaha, back up in a U-Haul with a vehicle trailer, which is always good, not going above 60 miles an hour, uh, on highways that speed limits 80. It's always great. Uh, oh, because you drove down there in the first place. Yep, yep, yep. Gotcha. I was like, what in the world? There was no one-way rental. Like Jen doesn't drive. Right. No one-way rental cars and no one-way U-Haul trucks that we could take down. Um, so Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. But drove that, got back home, unloaded all the junk, dropped that back off, and Jen was sick going into it, and then I think she might have either gotten me sick or I just picked up something. So I'm struggling with sinuses, but tis the season as well with, with weather changing and shit. Good times, great memories. But, yeah. Packing's getting done. We got uh, the wall behind me is cleared out. We're getting some other stuff cleared out. Great time. I mean, great this time. is real now. Oh, yeah, it's really real. So, great time. Just had to clean up a lot of the knick-knack and mess and get rid of junk. So, we'll see how it goes. Pretty soon, you, John, and Mark will be able to do a show together. And hey, soon, man. Won't be able to tell hey. the difference between all three Don't of you. fucking hey. think Mark's going to hey, make that drive up. At least Scotty and I. <laughs> Mark will show up by 40 minutes in. Yeah. Bust through the we might, it door. might be better if we actually just if I like went to Kinko's <laughs> if they still exist and got like a cardboard cutout of Mark and just put go. it like next to us in the studio. You can do that at FedEx. It's a FedEx thing. So All right, got that going for you. Um, yeah, that was about my week. Getting ready for uh, get podcast seasons coming up, so I could start doing eighty podcasts a week. So, Seems like a record. Well, luckily, I mean. 
towards the end of the month, I'll be off for a few weeks trying to find a new job, so I'll have plenty of time. Um, but yeah, so now we move on to Sean Leahy. Sean Leahy, your week. Uh, it was be- be baseball advantage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four, right. four baseball games over yeah. between two days. So Yikes. It was, uh, and uh, I mean that's not even terrible though for a weekend, right? For no, you? it could it could have been could have been five. Ooh. Um, but uh, I also I, I grabbed the sunscreen and it was SPF fifteen. I thought it was five. Uh, but then I added I, I I picked up went back and put on sixty, so it added up to seventy five. Oh, sure. Yeah, so. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> it still didn't work, but you know, it's the attempt. It's all about the attempt. So that was it. Is that why you're holding on to the sides for dear life because everything hurts and burns? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even wearing a shirt. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you get that duck tattoo? It's weird. Uh. Long, Long Island Ducks, man. The old school. I used to play at Colmac Arena. John Brophy. <laughs> yeah, good deal. Nice. All right. Wonderful. Well, well, that was fun. That was a good time. I was trying to get Leahy to buy a... Uh, Raffle ticket? A, well, it's a... Uh, I mean, I think he already has, right? Yeah. Um. But uh, I found on Amazon that they have those <laughs> pop-out chairs. Oh, sure. You know the, like, pop-out chair that you have? But they have one that has, like, an extra level to it. It's, like, four feet high. Wow. Like a lifeguard. And, yeah, and you, like, sit up higher than everybody else. And I figured it was, like, power move for, like, New York, <laughs> New Jersey soccer. Exactly. I was like, Leahy, you need to get this and just sit above everybody else and be like, you guys suck. Just have your legs dangling like a little toddler <laughs> at a regular seat. No, it had a, it had a foot, uh, foot uh, rest on it, too. Or if you're, or if you're a, at a bar. A How do you umpire? think I was going to get up there? <laughs> I was going to have to climb the ladder. I'll bring that to the U.S. Open and just show up right at center court and just yeah. sit right in the middle and start calling calling balls out and in. That would be awesome. Is um, it is the is the U.S. Open one of the tournaments that don't even have line judges anymore? They just use like that Hawkeye system for everything. Probably. I mean, it's a major, so I imagine they do, right? Yeah. Yeah, you because so. I know that there are a bunch of tournaments that don't even like have line judges, it's which is smart. The lines don't move. It's like, yeah. like the lower level tournaments. It's like in, in England soccer, the lower leagues don't have VAR because they can't afford it, I guess, or they don't want to set well, that, it up. Yeah, so that would be the opposite then. Then they have to pay people to be there yeah. instead of setting up the cameras. There you go. Right? I think so. Yeah. Only the majors probably are dealing with this. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good job. All right. Well, hey, we have a Patreon. Hope you guys know about that. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Hope you know about it. Hope you know about it by now. We've been doing it for like five years now. Over five years now. Uh, you can contribute and give us money. Simple as that. Cheap as free. Uh, you can be like Cloudy, Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and hey, Sean. Pop Dog doesn't pay us. We don't pay him. It works out perfectly. We don't get paid, so yeah, I we think just, that's... We don't pay him. It's a good yeah, even thing. So break even. The Mark was Mark and the Sean was Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. Uh, you get all good stuff. Dollar, you get the video show. You get $5. You get to pick a segment. You get some video stuff. You get the audio stuff. All kinds of fun stuff. And I, I at least thought the company would pay for my internet or something. Fuck but... that. <laughs> hey, show up, on, show up on time, asshole. Then we'll get to talking. It's <laughs> a good point. My, perform- my performance reviews have been subpar the last few years. He's 40 Where minutes late for work. here. He's 40 minutes late. How does this work? 40? We started at 7.30. Usually. 
Don't take that, that hot matters. tone. That to- that Is hot it not tone. summer hours anymore? Did we shift into regular? Yeah, hours we've been doing again? this for forty minutes, bro. No, we haven't. What? When did you when, no, when did you switch back to seven? We haven't. <laughs> we haven't. You're, you're a little... You didn't send the memo out. I didn't get a company wide email. To be fair, do you read anything I send you? I mean, not until I get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I send you a message saying your mic's a little hot. So. Okay. The kids must have uh, adjusted. Your Ghostbuster kids, which, by the way, I don't know how. Do you guys just have like five of them for. Uh... Five Ghostbusters. Five, five Ghostbuster outfits. For, five outfits. Uh, he has he has a couple different outfits. Okay. She has one for her. I have one for me. That oh. is way too big. Oh. Because apparently whoever ordered it for me, <clears throat> Brittany, doesn't realize what size I am, even though we've known each other for ten years. And uh, you're you're she's medium, obviously right? ordering from the waist up. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Clearly. Well, <laughs> we also have a thing going on. Don't know if you heard about this. We're giving away a diecast. Has our logo on it. Here's a wheel of names. It's uh, to the point of how many people, how much people donate it. You get one one vote for one dollar. All the way down here, they look at Sean. So we will shuffle this once, <laughs> twice, thrice. Listen, we don't need the Patreon shame people to take it five. down. <laughs> All right, we, we don't need it to show who's a ten dollar and who's a five dollar nah, and who's okay. a. Nah. Who's a twenty-five? We will. We will <clears throat> shame. We're yeah. just looking for transparency. It would have taken a really long time to to get this to work if we were asking the orb. Exactly. You would guess again. All right. We so here it is for down. all the marbles for the <laughs> Ryan Ellis diecast. Here we go. Oh, it's twirling and burling. Jesus, it's a kaleidoscope of colors, and the big winner. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> huh? Cloudy! Yeah. Look at that! Cloudy! We got a winner! Wait a minute. I was on Tyler. I thought it was two for a second. So much for transparency. What, yeah, what is? Rigged. What kind of? Well, look at that! It's right there. I mean, on... it's it's right on it's the right line on there, the and the, the computer program went with Cloudy. Yeah. Oh, you guys, I mean, we're this have to is zoom as close. This is probably as close as Sweden's goal in the World Cup. You gotta snip. You gotta snip that and zoom in. For me, you got to snip it. Use your snip tool. The snip Tyler tool. Oh, I mean, you can see it right now. Yeah, it's got to be. Give it's, Tyler it's... at least a fender or a door or something. <laughs> I mean, this is this could have this couldn't have gone any better. Right. Yeah, right. This couldn't could have gone without any controversy. Hold on, Mark. I am bringing it up, ladies. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! What is with this? What the hell is going on here? It'd be so good if it was just a, a gray box. Right. And Scotty's like, I took a screenshot. I told you. You told me to clip it, you fuck. Uh, all right. So now I got to share this. Mark's making me do production. Uh, I wish we had a producer. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be great. Well, when Hudson gets around to learning all this shit, he can produce the show. <laughs> the can producer he? just texts Sean Leahy all the time. Yeah, and then calls himself a producer. Uh, all right. So here we go. Oh, that's not, that's a mean shot. Oh, all wow. right. I mean, that now is... you can you should be able to zoom in on that picture now. Still looks Tyler and me. Jesus Christ! Don't, how, don't how do I shift the starting fucker? stuff, Sean? I'm <laughs> hey, look, I'm looking at looking out, looking out for you, Tyler. I want no shenanigans. Ah, now I'm writing stuff. What's happening? <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's cloud. That's cloudy. That's green. All right. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, it looks green, like it. Green means I'm go. I'm starting to see it now. Yeah. There's I mean, a, still, I mean, that's as 
that's close that's a, as hell. That's a millimeter. That's to whoever programmed this thing, right you there, just snap it to the middle of the, the color. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no reason. There's no to little. There's the... no pegboards on here too. So in sent, in theory, it should just be infinitely going. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, although yes, theoretically, <laughs> but you know, even even a, a ball bearing in the middle isn't infinitely greased and lubed. It's all ball bearings. Hey. <laughs> And you know what? This really fucks me because Tyler Tyler lives in town, and I could have gave it to him then. So oh, I was fucking yeah, I was fucking so Tyler, close. Screw Tyler out of it, and you skip town. I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually really smart. Yeah. Nice work. It I was I was I was so happy. I'm like ah, Tyler, I don't have to charge shipping, and then fucking this thing pops up. But congratulations, Cloudy, you're our big winner. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's the you winner. I'm so happy about that. Appreciate too. it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, get, to the get, get to the death. Get to that. You say house. best three out of five, and you just make the whole board cloudy and Tyler. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just do one big thing. <laughs> then we know who the winner is. All right. There you go, Cloudy. You're getting a die cast, brother. Congratulations. From there. So, our Patreon for the day. Vigilante Phil Kessel is a thing now. He said, I am willing to go anywhere. I am willing to even risk the Iron Man streak. I, I just thought it was to, already gone. I just want to play. No, he, he, the playoffs don't count. Playoffs don't count, man. Yeah. So here's the thing: how how many people do you think Phil Kessel can kill before he gets onto a roster? I would say a lot, actually. Yeah. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't yeah. he just like go back and help the Coyotes get back to the cap or something if he <laughs> if he wants to do that? Why wouldn't they be cool with that? Get back know. to the cap floor. Probably wants a chance to win, maybe. Well, he didn't say that. To win? Let's see what Phil Kessel says. Oh, this is according. He just, to keep, he just wants to keep the Iron Man streak alive, and he can get traded somewhere later in the year. Uh, according to Elliot Freeman, he said he's willing to sacrifice the Iron Man streak to find a place that fits. Oh, well. So okay. obviously, yes. it's gonna, they're going to have to be a good no, pair of pants. They're going to have to be with Phil Kessel. They're going to have to be a little easier around the middle. <laughs> Center joke with a fat belly. What's closer to Coney Island? Is it Long Island or is it <laughs> Madison Square Garden? Probably oh. MSG. Yeah, that has a lot of MSGs. Coney yeah, Island. Yeah, might dogs. be in between. That's close. He just needs to start. He needs to go to the source with the Nathans so he can start training for the Fourth of July contest. There you go. So we look at Cap Friendly, and there's not many people outside of Arizona to go ahead and get them to the flow. Um, Teams with a somewhat cap space that could fit a contract goes from about uh, the Ottawa. You don't need a ton of cap space to yeah. sign. No. What, what's league, what's like, league minimum? I don't know. One point for it's a one year deal, right? It's going to be a one year yeah. deal. Yeah. That it was one and two million, maybe. He's not going to take the league minimum. There's probably like a veterans minimum for him with you know uh, over a thousand games. So. Uh, uh, it's seven seventy five, by the way, starting this season. Wow. What's a um, team that could use a little help on the second power play unit? All right, so how much are we thinking he's asking for? Between one and two on a one-year deal. Okay. And free dinners. So so the teams that have over a million cap space, Minnesota Wild, and also have roster spots too. So the Minnesota Wild, then we drift down to the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Red Wings. Preds and Ducks. So, so why wouldn't a team give Phil Kessel the Max Pacioretty treatment? 
and give him a super low deal with a lot of incentives to play games or score goals. They might 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 be just roster construction. Maybe they have younger players that they want to slot in or move up or give a chance first. I mean, yeah, and you got to figure he's still if, score. He's got what 30, 25, 30 points last season, so it's not like he's completely washed. Right, and you also got to think that he probably wants to, you know, be on a competitive team too, and not like the Anaheim Ducks who are two years away from being two years away. He could be the forward version of Mark Andre Bergeron, just oh, throwing on the power play, let him home. play, you know. <clears throat> two games a week if you have three or four <laughs> games, you know, just put them on that kind of limited schedule. Sure. I was going to say, why not give him the Brett Hull treatment and just sign him and throw him out just on power plays? I thought you were going like to say, let him wear his, his career. I thought you were going to say, where, <laughs> yeah, where, let him wear his dad's old number. When he realized he couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Everybody was better than him at whatever year. Have we, do we actually know what the penalty is if the Coyotes don't get to the floor? If they're just like, fuck it, guys, we're they're not going to the, do it this year. They're at the floor. No, they have to pay the fine. Yeah, <laughs> which is just whatever the difference is. Oh, I think okay. someone actually asked Bill Daly that. I think someone actually asked Bill Daly within the last couple of years, and he's basically like, he basically was saying it'll never come to that because they'll put pressure Every, on the team. Everyone, everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're because currently they're in year fifteen of a five-year pressure on the Arizona right. Coyotes to get hey, every. Arena. It's use or lose, pal. You can't save it for next. I year. will say this: everybody is above the floor. What so, is this, PTO? Yeah. Uh, every, is that, is that Tears for Fears uh, sequel to Everybody Wants to Rule the World? Yeah. Yes. Uh, everyone's above the floor. Coyotes actually have $79 million allotted to contracts. Wow. Well, they Do they know that? Sir. No. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's got their books right yeah. now? That doesn't seem <laughs> accurate. It doesn't seem right. They're paying, they're paying four guys over $4 million. Well, there you, you got that going for you. What's that? Hey, dead. <laughs> we just kept them on, guys. Yeah. The retained the retained salary is uh, Oliver Ekman Larson mm-hmm. for the next hundred years, mm-hmm. and they got two more years of Zach Cassian and Patrick Nemeth on the buyout mm-hmm. history. So there is that. A couple guys Check on. The IR. Um. Oh yeah. Voracek, <laughs> Shea Weber, Brian Little, Travis Dermott. So, three years of Shea Weber, huh? Three more there years of Shea. Yes, yeah, at seven. And Weber's at what? Like seven? You said seven, eight. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, seven or seven or eight was what I was gonna guess. So seven point eight. Seven point eight five. Yep. So oh, there you go. <clears throat> There's is your he salary. literally the most expensive player on their roster? Uh, yes. No. Yes. Vorchek's making eight two five. Well, his cap hit is eight two five. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, salary is different, right? Right, right. But cap hit, yes, eight two five. For Jacob. That's incredible. How? That is a fantastic trivia question, by the way. How many years in the Coyotes' existence has an active player actually been the highest earning player on their team? Well, Weber's actual salary is only one million for these last three years. Okay, so let me rephrase that. Cap hit, their cap hit has been. That's what I was really asking. So I apologize. Okay. I realize the, the contract structure is sure. all weird and shit. Yeah, but like, the whole point of making those moves isn't to pay the player his salary. It's to get to the cap floor. So, how how often in the Coyotes' existence has an active player had the high, highest cap hit on the roster? <laughs> Probably a lot, right? Yeah. Osa, Datsuk. I mean, they've had a lot of legends there. 
And they had a very legendary crew. <laughs> they should they should retire all the jersey numbers of players that never actually put on the sweater, but just <laughs> help them cook the books. What if they just had one banner that was like got us to the floor and it named every contract? <laughs> well, no, they have one that banner. They, that... they have they have the one banner and it's like those T-shirts that name off quarterbacks, Marion and Pavel and Shea and Jakob and. <laughs> Pronger. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Just do it that way. Fantastic. Actually, you know what? Put all their names there and then put as their number a dollar sign. And then away we go. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta leave room on that though. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit of room. Do they, they have to give one of those banners? And, and the problem is and it's like four banners. No, well side. here's the thing though. The banner also embedded in the ice because it got to the floor. So yeah, it got into I was, the floor. I was gonna, I was gonna suggest that. So well done, Scotty. And then right here. it does. So when the team eventually moves somewhere, does okay. that history go with it? Obviously, yeah. I feel absolutely. like it needs to. It absolutely. has to. Yeah. So Voracek, Weber, and Little have the third, fourth, and fifth highest cap hits <laughs> on the Coyotes this season. The only two higher than them are, are Clayton Keller at seven one five and Nick Schmaltz. Uh, four, fifth, and six, I should say. Schmaltz is five eight five, and Jason Zucker is five point three. Wow. There you yeah. go, Phil. It's actually kind of fantastic. It's kind of hilarious. And, and does uh, Calvary Larson's retained salary this for just for this season is twenty thousand dollars? Woo! It's so not that's bad. Helping. You know how they say every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, it, does Cap Friendly or whoever it is now go through year by year? Can we go? Can somebody? I, I would do it. I can go back year by year and see how many LTIR contracts were actually the highest contract year by year going back. Or is it more of like a, a live, this is how it is now sort of tool? I think it's a live. No, I think. Um, do they do hold on, isn't, yeah, you know what they have? There's an archive <clears throat> and oh. it goes back. Looks like it goes back to what? Let me see, it just Past cap payroll. Yeah, it goes back to 2015, 16. So it's doing. But I don't know if they show the individual players or just the teams. Um. No, it, it goes. Teams. It goes players. Oh. It has players. All right. So we can go back to 15 at least. Yeah. Because it'll also show the days of L- LTIR. Like last year, the Golden Knights had Shea Weber for 134 days on LTIR. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, allegedly. Pat Nolan Patrick was 185 days for the Golden Knights, so they have they have the ability. What an operation! <clears throat> yeah, what they, and they have, how do they win the cup? <clears throat> it's an amazing thing to me. How many guys were on LTIR for uh, the Coyotes last year? Let's take a look. Um, now have anybody? What the fuck? Oh, oh! They had they couldn't put him on LTIR. They had to keep him on IR. Okay. Yeah. That brings up a different <laughs> dynamic then, because An- Andy La- Andrew Ladd and Brian Little were three and four, uh, for cap hit or for yeah for cap hit last year. So that there there's that. Clayton Keller was the top one, so that ends right there. We've done it. It's been one year. It's amazing. Like every year, they're like. Some people will praise like Bill Armstrong, who got an extension this year yeah, or today, today, I should say. Today. Oh, he he made a great, brilliant move with the salary cap manipulation. You, know, you take on these dead caps, you get an extra draft pick or a sweetener. Eventually, you got to like do something with that, right? You you can't wait until this arena situation is 
figured out because it may never have been lasting for 15 years. You know, like, like this coming year, they have six picks between rounds two and three. So eventually, you got to use those to get players or draft players who are going to turn into something. And it seems like, you know, they're drafting players and eventually they'll trade them away or they don't develop or they're stuck there like Clayton Keller. Like, he's a really good player, but imagine if he was somewhere else that was committed to winning on a yearly basis. So it's just amazing. Eventually, you, you have to, like, turn that corner and care yeah let's be honest draft capital is basically like the nft of hockey nowadays it's like you could have <laughs> value back in the nhl by the way huh nfts are back with oh, the NHL. i know Didn't i saw that. some new deal yeah like three years on the cutting edge yeah of technology pogs are next they saw they saw mark uh, mark's tweets from uh five years ago hawking all that crypto and he's just like well now we got to get into the program Hey, that stuff's gonna not exist soon, so it's okay. <laughs> X is going soon, away soon if it's not already. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, anyway. Um. It's poor fans. Poor fans. Anywho, there's that. Uh, who guess for where uh where Phil Castle's landing up? My guess, the Red Wings. I could go Red Wings. I think uh, Lyle had some conversation about Patrick Keane playing for the Red Wings also. There you go. Yeah, follow the Brinkett. Yeah, why not? Hang out there. I mean, God, could you imagine Patrick Kane going from Chicago to Detroit and the backlash that that could cause? The fucking Little Caesars he'll be crushing. <laughs> My God. That or yeah, he, if he gets I on... Mean, could, at that point, he just goes full heel and he's like, deep dish was shit. Little Caesars <laughs> is the best. <laughs> Are you talking Kane or Castle? Anybody. Okay. All right. No, I was talking Kane. I think Castle, well, let's be honest. Deep dish pizza is fucking lasagna soup, so let's not get it twisted. Um, It's pretty terrible, actually. Nashville. Nashville for uh, Phil. He can get drunk and get that Nashville hot chicken. Now, wait. So, hold on. Let's let's have this thing. Let's let's have this conversation. Deep dish. You you don't consider deep dish pizza and Sicilian pizza the same? No. No. Not even close. Mm-mm. Sicilian okay, pizza, God. Sicilian pizza is good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I realized. Just wanted to make sure that we were on the same. Well, obviously, there's, there's there's a chance confusion. I could get shot walking out of my house if I said Sicilian pizza and deep dish were the same, <laughs> and I, it, it would be my, it would be somebody in I my just, family. I made, wanted to make sure there was no confusion over the airwaves here. We're not talking Sicilian pizza <laughs> no, with Sicilian the, the, the nice thick, great. crispy crust. Yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, Sicilian pizza is the best. How about Maryland pizza? You guys like the Maryland pizza? What is it? What do we have for Maryland? Apparently, pizza? apparently, Lido's is Maryland's pizza. It's the thin, pastry-like crust with toppings and sauce and cheese to the edge, and it never cuts corners. So this is going to be weird, but I actually like Lido's pizza. Love me a Lido's pizza. I I do like Lido's pizza. I don't think it's as good as Sicilian pizza, but I no, do like Lido's. It's a good, it's a good thing. Lido's is Lido's pizza is like the rice of pizza. Like I'm hungry and I want a lot of something. So <laughs> so it's like the Bud Light of pizzas. So I bought <laughs> I bought a Lido's. They cut the same pizza that I would probably normally get into 48 little squares, and I ate 30 of them. Nice in one sitting. Like that's what that's what I like in Lido's too. <laughs> they make make them bite sized. Right. If I have to pick it up and I can eat an entire slice 
of Lido's Pizza in one bite. We have issues. <laughs> Sean, what's your favorite pizza? Go. I do like it, though. I love a good Sicilian. But I've had deep dish many times in Chicago, and it is uh, it is good. It's life changing. It's it's you gotta wait a while. And it takes like if you go. See, to, that's like, the uh, biggest problem. If you go to like Giordano's or Lou Malnati's in Chicago, they tell you right front. They're like, "Listen, you want deep dish? It's gonna take a good like, forty minutes, forty-five minutes to come out." Don't need that. So don't need that. I'm hungry. I now. get some naps before that, but it, I don't want to have to think of when I'm gonna be hungry. To go to a place. Well, you get some apps before that. That's all. Well, you need, why are you going to fill like up on apps? Then, you, well, then what? Mustache. Your lasagna comes out and you're just like, oh, I'm too full with this fucking that, bready that's pizza. That's the biggest problem I have with deep dish. Deep dish comes out and they hand you a slice and you're like, oh, all right. Well, that tasted great. But I can't eat the rest of the pizza because they just put a five pound brick in my stomach. <laughs> some bullshit Chicago pizza. Eat my ass. Fuck you. Yeah. God, oh, no, I want to enjoy pizza. Texas barbecue's bullshit too. Fuck them. Oh, wow. All right, so let's <clears throat> let's have that discussion. All right, so there's Kansas City barbecue. There's Texas barbecue. There's Memphis barbecue. Like, what? What? How many different ways are we gonna it, it, call it something different? I like a Memphis barbecue. It's a sweet barbecue. I, I feel like Memphis is the way to go. Yeah. Red yeah. hot. Although, if you go to like a uh, Mission barbecue, right? Don't mm-hmm. they have all of the sauce flavors? Yeah, they have all the sauce the you can put on yourself. I like a red hot and going to red hot and blue too. That's a nice. That's a good like Memphis joint and then like Arnold. I think it is or south as you go is towards that, the bridge. Yeah, that's a little south. That's like yeah. on fifty almost. Yeah, yeah. As you're going towards the bridge, so Memphis barbecue where it's at, man. You get a little sweet, you get a little tang. It's great. Oh, who doesn't yeah. love a little tang, boys? Who doesn't love a little I, tang? Can I order my own beer with the Texas barbecue? Yes, you can order or... your own beer, man. Like they're not gonna. Tristan's not gonna come by and just say, "Nah, you gotta have this flight, dude." No, the only way that you can't order your own beer is if they come out and they give you a plate and they're like, here's a sampler of different barbecues around the country. <laughs> right. And also, and here try are the, the Florida barbecue. Also, you can't, you can't get your own beer. It's only sweet tea. Right. So. <laughs> here are the bullshit pairings that we put together with them. No wonder they closed. They were confusing the customers. Couldn't give them what they wanted. There's a fight that broke out. <laughs> but I just want my own beer. That's all I wanted. That was a good time. You know, it's like when I, like I go, when I go to, like when you go to like McDonald's or Wendy's and you ask for like a certain meal. Mm. Like you know what? Instead of a soda, can I get like a McFlurry or you know uh, a milkshake? What do they do? They just do the difference. Not that hard. How about you just order the meal like it is and then order the extra? The thing is extra. I don't want extra. Why not? I'm not a slob. Coward. <laughs> fucking coward. Get a girlish figure. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do that shit all the time for the kids at Chick Fil A. Oh. Because they want their six-piece nuggets, but then they also want the the ridiculous chocolate shake with their their meal. I know what's yeah. up. That's why they're gingers. They're smart. Yeah, yeah. That they're is smart because they company. are because they don't have their own income. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're not spending their own money yet. Yeah. yeah. Once they get disposable income, man, they're just going to be whacked out on. Little do they know, shakes. they're bleeding me dry, and they're not going to have any inheritance. So. I think they. <laughs> no, I jokes think, on them. Listen, they can see you. They know. <laughs> That's why they're hoping for me to croak. Daddy spends all his money on beer. <laughs> you don't have a John. You don't have a will yet, as you mentioned. So yes. come on. That's true. Actually, we're just but, gonna ransack yeah. the place when you're gone. That's all. That's but does, doesn't it default Take to all me? The Funko Pops. I think <laughs> all all your all your it money does. defaults to me, legally. Does it? Does it? 
No, I don't oh. think that's right at all. I don't know. I've seen a Lifetime movie about this. It's somebody called Berman. <laughs> I mean, as far as you know, Eurosport is concerned, and Comcast were the same person. So that is very true. Fair, you still get the Eurosport magazine? They still make that? The well, catalog? Do you? Did you ever? Um, actually, yes, they do. That needs. Um, but did you ever hear that story? Mm. Nope. So at one point when. Um, I think you were in college. When Acme, remember that it was used to be called Acme and then it turned into Eurosport? Yeah. Well, in the beginning stages of Eurosport, <clears throat> you were able to buy the, the gold club for like eight right. cents. Um, so I got a gold club, gold club membership and I get like 10% off everything and I'm like racking up points and I'm playing soccer in the Maryland Majors League. So I'm actually buying like soccer equipment. And one day I go in and I have like no points at all. And I'm like, this is like really weird. What the hell is going on? So I like call them up and start like asking questions. And they're like, oh no, all your points are on pits live at, at hotmail.com. And I go, oh, so of course. <laughs> you gave my brother and I the same account. <laughs> and they were like, uh, what? Even they couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. That's so, just me. So Eurosport took all of my stuff that I had racked up, gave it to Mark. Yeah. Mark started using it. And well, then I didn't know. I was like, hell yeah. I don't know where I got all these points from, but <laughs> sure, I'll spend them. Yeah, they ended up giving us like all the points back between the two of us. But that actually started that like that was before Sean Leahy couldn't tell us apart. Yeah. You better you better and, call your bank tomorrow because Mark might have called them already. Yeah, and, and and right around the same time, probably within like a two to three year period of that, yeah, you know, it transaction was, it was taking place. Close. I ordered center ice for the very first house that I moved into in like 2006 or seven because there was no other way to watch out of market games back then. And I had a, enough free time that I was trying to watch like one or two games a night before I went to bed. So I bought Center Ice on my Comcast, and John got Center Ice for <laughs> like two go. years. Perfect. Yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, I, it just showed up, and I was like, "I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just watching it." And then at one point, Mark had like brought up that he had bought it, and I go, "Oh, I'm getting it free." <laughs> He's like, "What?" I go, "I guess they gave it to both of us." <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, Sean mentioned Bill Armstrong signed extension as GM for the Arizona Coyotes. What he's done, I don't know. He hasn't made him default. Uh, Dougie yeah. Wilson joining the Penguins as senior advisor. Sean Leahy, how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? It's just this typical <clears throat> hockey thing where, you know, an ex-GM is, who has been around forever – gets kicked upstairs as, you know, an advisor or whatever. I mean, isn't Peter Chiarelli that with, like, the Blues or somebody? Yeah. So it's just, I mean, for Kyle Dubas, it's just, you know, another voice in the, in the room when there's a discussion on something regarding a team and a guy who obviously, you know, built some pretty, really, some pretty good San Jose teams over the years and obviously mm -hmm. had to, leave his post because of health issues but i guess you know it's good to see he's he's okay and and back in the game so it's it can't hurt to have someone with that much experience in the room helping you with, with some decisions and you're just, just having that experience around is bruce Boudreau or not bruce Boudreau? is is we'll get to him in a second is joe thornton there is like some kind of coach 
for in Pittsburgh? No. Okay. Joe's just hanging being, out, being unretired. I was going to say because my next question was, um, how many how many fucking old sharks do they have? Because uh, what's his name showed up? <laughs> like Eric Carlson shows up, and here comes all the old sharks. Ugh, terrible. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh... I think Igor Larionov is coming soon, and so is Jeff Friesen, so they'll oh, be there every it. day, I guess. Perfect. Love it. Let's get Pat Falloon out there, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> uh, Bruce Boudreaux got the cushiest job in hockey, as he is senior advisor to a junior hockey team that usually runs itself. So he's going to cash a paycheck while saying, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so good good on Brucey. Yeah. Happy for him. It's perfect he's, for him. He's senior advisor to the junior advisor. Yeah. He'll, be, yeah. he'll be in that position for like four months until the first team fires their coach and gives him a call. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. Uh, Elias Lindholm says he's willing to stay in Calgary, which is always a good, uh, nice vote of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think I might be able to stay. That usually is followed by every man has his price. Right, exactly. <laughs> money, money, money. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not that, not that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he says that uh, he, he says he told Swedish outlet Hockey Sverige. Um, Bless you. I'm, thank you. I'm willing to stay. My agent in Calgary will handle most of it. There's a lot we have to agree on, but I've said that I can consider staying. I have one year left, but if things don't go as I plan, then I'll become a free agent. Nothing strange about that. We'll see what happens. Unquote. He's got a year left. I mean, I, do you, he, they're, if they're gonna be they're gonna be good and he'll stay, or they'll be bad and he'll, he'll be traded mid season. So, well, he can I, just walk in the summer. I do love the, how direct, like Northern Europeans. Actually, most most Europeans are in their speaking, because mm-hmm. he he's like he's not sugarcoating it. He's like. This is how it is, and these are just facts. And I'll be here if they give me what I want, and if they don't, then I'm a free agent. Yeah, and fuck you, I'm leaving. <laughs> this Didn't want to be here anyway. It is what it is. Didn't want to be here. It's a huge anyway. year for the Flames anyway. I mean, most of their defense are UFA's next summer. Backlund's also UFA. Um, so it's a transition year. Don't go well. The transition year. I mean, Craig Conroy. This is Craig Conroy. He, they got a new head coach. This is his year to evaluate what he's going to do forward. I mean, you're not moving Hubert or 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 Kadri anytime soon with their contracts. I mean, Mangiapane, he had a good start two years ago and kind of came back to earth last year. But you still signed him to a, you know, the previous regime signed him through that that pretty rich deal, and you got Blake Coleman who. You gave a long-term deal because he had a good season in Tampa and a good playoffs, but he's not that type of player so now you're handcuffed there you go and then here's here's the thing i mean here's the thing too like they got jacob markstrom signed for a couple more years but what's dustin wolf's deal like he's supposed to be like this big goalie of the future but he's right now blocked yeah wolfgang ready to go (laughs) that means he's a one-man he's a one-man wolf pack dustin wolf Great. Hey, he'll get there. He'll get there. Something will happen. He'll have his shot. Yeah, he'll get there. It always happens. Yeah. Yeah, Look, don't march into the Coyotes because they got to get to the floor next year. Yeah, there you go. No, but it always, I mean, even even the best goalies in the draft don't, there's, they always take their time getting up. It doesn't, goalies take the longest time to develop getting to the NHL. Yeah. Oh, glad you said that differently. He's been playing games. That's the thing. Like, he's not like, like he's nineteen. He's twenty-two. Eventually, well, he's even still, 
game time that's not in the AHL. I mean, how long did it take? Like, Malcolm Subban was supposed to be, like, a great goalie, and it took him forever to get to the NHL, and then he's been passed around by, like, nine teams, right? How long did it take? uh, I mean, I'm I'm probably speaking out of line here. I have to do research. You know how much I love that. You love it. Igor Shesterkin, it probably took – when did he make his debut? At what age? He had to come over from Russia first. Okay, so he he got his his what what would have been his NHL experience he got in Russia. He came same up with the year Sam Sonov last year of Lundqvist, I believe. Yeah, Sam yeah. Sonov did the same thing when he came <laughs> over, and he's had a a, a, a long, nice long NHL career. Like these guys don't make a true difference in the NHL until twenty two or twenty three is probably like around the right age That's for these fair. guys to start making a difference. They spend. After they get drafted at 18, they don't really make an impact till unless you're some sort of amazing goaltender that they think is ready to go right away, which is has almost never happened. It's true. At least sure. that I can remember. At least not recently. Uh, well, you're also the player know. empowerment era with within sports, and if you're Dustin Wolf and you're his agent, and you're sitting, you're you're to do a new contract next summer, and you're not getting game time. You got a question, is my future here, or should I yeah. request a trade to go somewhere else? Right. I mean, just off the top of my head, I think maybe Carey Price and then Marc-Andre Fleury are the two that probably got real playing time before <clears> they even, were 20. Uh, well, they were, Fleury especially was on a crappy team, so yeah. they were tanking for Malcolm the next year. Exactly. Um, but for uh, you know, Carey Price, I think he stayed all the way through junior. He played in the AHL, too, because he got uh, that Calder Cup. With the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs, so he played. Uh, he played five years of junior, four years of junior. Oh, so then he didn't even make it up when he before he was twenty. No, really? No, like honestly, he started on the roster o- to start started the in season. Started in 07, so he would have been twenty at that at twenty. So, so yeah, yeah. There you go. For whatever reason, <clears throat> the goalies are the ones that take the longest to develop. Yes. Ready to go. So hey. I wouldn't be surprised if Wolf, you know, this happens every single season. Kid starts in the minors, he gets a shot, and then he wins like six straight games, gets two shutouts, and then he's the starting goalie for the next six years. There you go. He's the franchise goalie. Uh, there, if he is very soft spoken, though, there's going to be a lot of uh, sheep, uh, 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 wolf in sheep's clothing uh, articles. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gonna love I hear it. though there's a good and puffing and yeah. This is gonna be a, a deep cut here, but I do hear there's a good psych guy in Calgary. Braden Holtby told us that. It's got there's a good there's a good sports psychologist in Calgary. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That was in some interview during the remember when the HBO did their Road to the Winter Classic thing. He he was talking about how he had a good psych guy in Calgary. Is he going to help him with blowing down little pigs' houses? There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Are they going to clap for the wolf man? They're going to let it all hang out. That's a right. Whenever he wins, they should only play Wolfgang Puck. There you go. Yeah, that's where they go to. Got to have a Wolfgang Pucks in the new arena. Uh, Speaking of food, uh, what the fuck's the Italian's problem with blue crabs and not being able to how to how to prepare them? What's what's wrong with that? There's an infestation of blue crabs. Yeah. They have no idea. What the hell? They're putting they're they're putting with the with the shell on. They half half shelling them on Laguidi. What the fuck? Okay. What, okay. What I mean, are we that's talking just about for here? Show. That's just for show, really. The, there's, there's an infestation of blue crabs in Italy. 
Okay. And they don't know what to do with them because they don't normally cook crabs well. Isn't this like this is literally our calling? Is but if you right? sent right, if you sent Marylanders <laughs> over, they just show up with a no. Uh, I mean, you and me day. specifically. Yeah, like they, like I mean, back? how much? Do you We'd think make a you killing. Could get, you could get Old Bay through uh, through on a carry-on, right? Like, oh, I could yeah. just fill a whole carry-on with Old Bay. I mean, yeah. it's a solid. It's not a liquid. Show up. And I'm, a- starting to, I'm starting to steam crabs with beer at Old Bay. The Italians will love it. Listen, PJ's got the capital to pull this off. Let's let's start a business where we, we bring over the Old Bay. They already got the huge pasta. The things what that is it, two brothers and a cousin? In. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, two brothers and a cousin. <laughs> Let's start it. Well, we're not going to, we can't leave Kirk out. So, oh, two, two brothers, brothers and two cousins, two cousins. Then it works both ways. The two blue, brothers, two cousins. The blue crabs believed to have first crossed the Atlantic in bilge water <laughs> aboard cargo ships. They have since devastated Italians uh, or Italy's clam industry. Devastated Italy's Italians down the street. Yeah. They devastated the Italian uh, clam industry, eating up 90% of the young clams in some areas. That does actually. It, listen. Isn't it just, it's, it's incredible. It speaks to how shitty Americans are because we are, we are struggling to maintain the blue crab population, right? In the Chesapeake Bay, because people just don't follow rules and they just take all the young blue crabs out and they can't. And then over in Italy, it's just like, oh my God, they're everywhere. They're running rampant. Hey, Paisan, send some back. How about we do that? Hey. All roads lead to Rome. They're just going to yeah. start an invasion. And then <laughs> we'll send you some assholes that poach crabs when they're too young, and you can send us back to crabs. Exactly. Two-minute video on the Associated Press offers ideas how some chefs are helping Italy eat its way out of the blue crab problem in a clip that might send a shiver down the spine of any Maryland purist. Um, uh, one shot, a knife, a knife sliced along the apron of the uncooked crab, unleashing uh, enough yellow goo to cooked. make... Even the most steadfast mustard fans gag. The oh. crabs appear later on the plate, cooked this time, but still in a shell atop a pile of pasta. Oh, my dear Lord. I mean, that Dude, does could you imagine what a dozen crabs are going for in Italy right now? Oh, ten. Like, you can buy, you just buy a whole thing of them. Governments consider, uh, might consider. Yeah, even e- if it was, even if it was like 200 lira for a dozen, that's like 84 cents. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, back home, generation of Marylanders are harboring uh, strong opinions on proper technique for preparing and picking and eating blue crabs, and they've jeered at poorly executed Maryland crab cakes served in other states. The government might consider earmarking some funding for a shipment of seasoning and a couple of Zoom consultations with Maryland chefs. That's from the Baltimore Banner. Wow. So what I so these are two in the last week. Okay, I've heard two outrageous stories. This is the All first right. one okay. that Italy can't figure out what to do with blue crabs, which are amazing. And then the second one is I heard that France is paying uh, vineyard farmers, I guess whatever they're called, winemakers, right, to destroy like a ridiculous amount of wine so that they can keep the wine prices high. Oh no! Because if supply overcomes demand, then they have to reduce prices. Jerry Naylor taught us that. Yeah, can't have that. No. So these two stories are so Europe. You know, I gave you props for your straightforward talk, <clears throat> but now you got two. You got two disses for this. Come on, yeah, get diss. your shit together. There you go. Diss on that ahead of the shoutouts. Um, <laughs> Buffalo restricting all their games to uh, to local zip codes. It's not just in the playoffs. We're starting this in the regular season as well. 
um, which, of course, is going to drive that secondary market. So you better get your SeatGeek uh, codes ready so you can get some Buffalo Sabres ticket on the hot you just VPN and buy them that way? I don't know what VPNs do. Uh, I'm a guessing. I'm a, I'm a guessing so. Uh, Sean, if you want to go to a Sabres game, how whose uh, zip code are you going to use? This is like, why does this happen like every year? Like people are, are outraged by things like this. It happens every. I mean, I remember every the year. Capitals doing this like a, <clears throat> oh, when they played the Penguins in like the 2008, 2009 oh, yeah. playoffs or whatever. Yeah, no, this absolutely. is what the teams do. Okay, I mean, really though. What percentage of fans these days do you think buy their tickets through Ticketmaster, not StubHub, SeatGeek, whatever, right? It, it, they usually well, buy them not way well in advance. They're probably buying them pretty close to the event date, depending on their life schedule, if they can make it. And you just go into the StubHub and either waiting for like the day before, hoping that the prices drop or just just more, more available on the secondary market than straight through Ticketmaster. So. Yeah, I guess I guess it works. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, like the Sabers are kind of trending upward anyway, so they shouldn't have a problem selling to like Sabers fans. I mean, it's obviously a really strong hockey market, but isn't it fun to like have other opposing fans in your in your building? Obviously, not fifty percent of the arena, but it's fun to have a sprinkling of, well, of other fans. I there. guess this is yet one more thing. That the United States sports needs to adopt from Europe. Okay. You have a visitor section. You let them do whatever they want to in the section. If they leave the section, their safety is on them. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Like it's well understood that you guys can be assholes in the in these maybe two or three sections. Right. But not every team can travel. Arizona fans are not traveling, you know, the the Sabres aren't gonna get the Coyotes fans two thousand tickets like they do in, in soccer. Well, they can only allocate them 500. That's, they can barely yeah. fill 2,000 their own arena. They're going to sell everything that they can sell. It doesn't matter. Right. Well, if the visitor section doesn't get sold out, then, you know, sell them however you can. You, like, set it, set a date where, all right, now, now they're anybody's seats. And then you just move oh, that yellow line down. If you, I mean, the... in, in American sports, unless you're in Boston or Philly, the fans typically aren't getting in fights with each other in the stands. Okay? Not, if you in Arizona, they don't care enough college, to get into though. What's that? What if the rest of the tickets and they don't get sold and then they go to college kids? College kids could be just as big go. assholes than visitors. It's true. If not more. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of teams do that. Like I know the Penguins back in the day, before you know, they used to do like that student rush, which I'm sure a lot of teams do now, where it's like the ten o'clock the morning of yeah, a home game, yeah, they would sell the tickets for like ten bucks or something. If you use like the university ID, I'm sure a lot of a lot of teams do that now to, to get rid of those few extra tickets that are left over on game days but something like the sabers like i said like the sabers the way they're going shouldn't have an issue selling tickets at least you know this year or so but this isn't like it was 10 years ago or whatever when they were really really bad um and they could have had to be desperate yeah so they should should have an issue sean 15 years ago when at the very beginning of the ovechkin era in, in washington they didn't even have to wait till the game day. They knew they weren't selling any of those tickets. They had events called Caps on Tap. They would sell for, I think, $25. You got a ticket to the game, and you got a wristband that got you $2 Bud Lights and Bud- and Budweiser and whatever else. I think there were a couple other beers at, like, five different bars around the arena for, like, five hours leading up to the game. They were just trying to get college kids out, get them drunk, and get them to the game to get loud, and they were always Saturday night games. 
And I'll tell you, I had 50 people coming with me every Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> I would get a ridiculous crowd together for at least one or two of those games a season. It was awesome. I mean, those $2 beers in D.C. paid for themselves. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and if you if you went the Lucky Strike, you paid $2 for like a 20-ounce. Yeah, cause you because got the they came pins. in. Yeah, the bowling pin-shaped beers. Yeah. And we figured that out like two games into the season, and then obviously we kept going there because that extra four ounces is important. Well, it adds up. That's what gets you drunk. Yeah. Um. Patrick Kane back on the ice. Congratulations to him. Glad to see him. Brian Boucher. No, let me let me throw this please, out. Please, I was please, thinking about this other uh, Patrick Kane. By all means. The story. Love it. Let's say. All right. The Blackhawks get off to a decent start. The Blackhawks get off to a decent start. Now your turn. And let's say it's it's December. Well, when did he say he be, he would be back? Uh, December. Yeah, I think In so. Mid season. Yeah, mid. Let's say like December, late November, December, January, right? All right. Blackhawks are around the bubble. Okay. Maybe they're in like one of the last playoff spots. Okay. If you're Kyle Davidson, do you consider bringing him back? Why not? <laughs> that achieve the money's got to work out, but I don't see why not. I'm sure he would, especially if it was Chicago, maybe play alongside Connor Bedard. Yeah, sure. I mean, he didn't burn enticing. bridges on the way out, right? No, no. Yeah. It was, it was. They, they wanted. I mean, they wanted to move him for obvious reasons to get assets because they were rebuilding. I mean, I, I you're not bringing back Jonathan Taves no. if he was going to play this year, but someone like Kane, if he's healthy and feeling good, I think that it, it'd be worth a shot if if you are in. A playoff spot or, or somewhere close, and and not way down the ladder. Yeah. Well, so to to your point, so I I think the Black Blackhawks absolutely do that. But does any other team do that? Because I don't think any other team has really. You're right. Makes that extra step like the Blackhawks would if they're in that position, and Patrick Kane's available. I don't know if they they no. Like, there's go there's sign one him. team, and it's been out there this week. It'd be the Red Wing. Yeah. Put him next to the you know with the Pringit. And you're the, and you're a Red Wings team where yeah, it's so lean on like the, the chemistry that they already had. Yeah, but yeah. if you're the Red Wings, like you you got to show signs this year. You have to take a step forward. That that, that with the Iser plan, I mean, he had all the benefit. In Tampa, uh, sir, the sir, tax, the, no state tax, and everything. You you got to show progress this year. Uh, Iser manifesto, please. It's not the Iser plan. Stop that. It doesn't sound right. Iser manifesto. Much more devious. Manifesto sounds worse. No, it sounds great. It sounds like you're in a shack in Montana. He's <laughs> in a shack in like Livonia, I guess. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, if you're the Red Wings and you are in the same spot, and Patrick Kane's there and he's already expressed an interest, or maybe not expressed, but people putting, you know, two and two together, it's 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 worth the lottery ticket, right? If it, like you said, it's not going to cost much. It's going to probably be a one-year deal, like a show-me deal, and if he wants another contract, wait for the summer. And if it pays off, that's great. If not, you know, it was it was, it was a worthy gamble on a, on a player who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. I see. Do it. Make it happen. Steve, what's your problem? You're stealing waitresses. Steal the Blackhawks' main <sighs> prize. That'd be great. Just one of my... You want chicken my, fingers, man. Just one of my, my chicken fingers. That's all. Chicken and finger. my you're, big ginger. Your big ginger? And, and Lyle... I think Lyle was wrong, or maybe you were wrong, Scotty. Probably. When you guys discussed that. Steve Thomas was with the Lightning. Oh, was he? He was, he was mm. an assistant. He was assistant GM. That's why he was with Steve Eisman that night. Oh, okay. And Eisman was with the Lightning then. 
he wasn't with the uh, you know like the the Ken Holland's AGM I believe back in what was that 2012 11. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Look Still haven't him. forgiven him, but eh, no, nor should you. It should be festering with you until you die. I'm, I'm Irish. I hold a grudge for for go. life. Perfect. Uh, and then you sneak out without saying goodbye. That's another thing too. Way to do it. The only way to do it. You're not wrong. Uh, Brian Boucher to TNT, getting out of the uh, the butcher grass grasp, the butcher grasp. Oh, God. So thank God for the that. Butcher grasp. <laughs> uh, Sounds like his finishing move. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of Dean Malenko's moves on the on Chris Chris Jericho's list. Yeah, there you go. But he spells it wrong, though. <laughs> That's the only difference. Like he spells it phonetically somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Russia. And the Flyers slash IIHF at odds over new sanctions. Should be interesting to see what this goes here because the IIHF said that the uh, CS, uh, CSK, uh, St. Petersburg, had a, the, did a no-no when they had the uh, Fedotov contract. And now there's uh, there's some things about Michov that could be happening. Maraj, Sean, what do you know about this? Apparently Michov has like barely played, if at all, in the first couple of games of the, of the season, which... It's is it a punish? Is it a punishment? I don't know how it's a because maybe he's expressed interest in you know coming over at some point to play mm-hmm. for the Flyers as whenever the contract ends in a couple of years. I don't. It's really really strange situation. Why you have this talented young kid and you wouldn't want to play him? Like why would you want to show him off and say he's ours? You know he's he's a rush. Look at this great young Russian player. You cannot have him NHL. But all the all this Russia stuff outside of the Ukraine, um, the 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 war with or the invasion of Ukraine's. Bill Daly has spoken about like the World Cup coming back and things like the international schedule that the NHL wants to be on these international events. It seems like they're they're kind of waiting for this Russia thing to sort itself out. But take the war aside, just this kind of stuff, or the Fedotov thing, the Micha, you know, this weird thing with Michov, like. If I were the NHL, uh, forget Russia. I mean, they don't seem to want to play ball with the global hockey community for their reasons. Why keep continuing to include them? Like, if we have a World Cup, bring back the, the U23 team again, you know? Just mm-hmm. make that just a one one mashup team. Let have, have the other teams have countries. We'll have um, Team Europe back again. No, no, I would, I would, I would, <laughs> let I would the other do, teams have countries. I would, I would, I would have, you know, I don't know. Is there anybody other than Kopitar from Slovenia still, or no. you know, have, have maybe have like a qualifying tournament so you have like those, those smaller countries play like no, the no. Norway? Here's what we do. Slovenia. Here's how we, here's how we monetize this fucking thing. And NHL, listen up. I'm giving you this idea for free. I'll take a forty thousand dollar consultation fee. Here's what we do. <laughs> here's how we monetize this. We, we have a tryouts for every team that the, for every player that doesn't have a nation in the World Cup. You have a tryout. Top 23 make it. We do it making the cut kind of thing back from CBC in 04. We cut down the list in real time. You get to see the drills. It's like the real world. They have a confessional booth. They talk shit about their fellow countrymen. It's a great fucking time. Put that on the NHL network. English subtitles. Exactly. Put it on ESPN+. Plus. Put it wherever you're going to get people to watch. And there that's we go. too interesting for an NHL network. Uh, yeah, that's true. It, 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 is, it is an ESPN+. Plus. 
kind of deal. Yeah. So NHL Network will uh, run replay. that though. Run uh, replays. In Fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so still, here's another. Still, you're still showing oil change from like 2007. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew yeah. They still have the boys on the bus. They yeah. show that every <laughs> yeah, once in a while too. That was oh. from like the 90s. <laughs> no, the 80s. That was the <laughs> era. Yeah. Here's another thought experiment. Here we okay, go. Here we go. About these tonight. All right. You're loving it. Especially if, when it comes if to Europe. Mishkov did get drafted by the Caps, right? Let's say not by the Flyers, by the Caps. If this is some sort of political game or whatever that Rush is playing, do they still play it? Or do they try to let Mishkov play with Ovechkin in the NHL? Mark, you're stealing my. I brought this up on the show months ago. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe they're no, on the draft. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, we didn't know that they were. That. See, we didn't know that they were going to freeze him out of the KHL. Then no, now well, we do. Not, my other point was was what you just said. Like, if he was drafted by the Caps, right? Would there be an easier way to get him out of that contract sooner, whether it's this year or a year earlier, to play with Ovechkin to celebrate these two you know, Russian players helping one break what people many people thought was an unbreakable. NHL record. Right. I mean, is it that Maybe basically Hopkins? The them? influence Ovechkin has, you know, with yeah. people over there. So unfortunately, yes. Yeah. That would that would basically be like Russia being like, look, communism works. There you go. Yeah. Send them uh, over two Russians working together for one common goal. Exactly. I mean, call theory, one call one the hammer, one the sickle. It's good to go. You got your good team names. You can put it up on T-shirts. It's great. But yeah, because that's off down the middle. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, he, he's the star. Yes, I've been. Uh, I've been. also played in a game uh, in the KHL after he was sanctioned. So IWHF is no, no, but we banned you though. So obviously yeah, they're just, just gonna. This is what they want, right? They want to be isolated, it seems. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna freeze themselves out of the global hockey community, and because nothing's gonna change, you keep doing that stuff. They're not gonna. No, you know, the IWHF shouldn't let them back into no. different competitions, especially. The Olympics come, what, two and a half years from now. It's true. Uh, all right, let's play a game. When was this tweet? <laughs> oh, when, Jesus. When was this tweet starring Mark Matanza? All right. Big thanks to Dennis B. at Tiger Direct Customer Service. Finally, oh, help me exactly sort out an order form from three weeks ago. Only helpful rep I've spoken to. Sean Leahy, when do you think this tweet was? 2009. All right, Johnny. Ooh, Tiger Direct. God, that was that's another great drop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go 2013. 2013. Mark, John, that's very close. Yeah. It was actually, I believe, it was either October or November 2014. That was August 2015. Um, uh, tw- August wow. 2015. Close. Okay, yeah. 2015. Close. I was r- roughly around there. So. What were Wait, you getting really? from Tiger Direct? It was a it was a video card oh. for my computer. That actually the same computer I'm still using right now to do this show. Hey. Same video card. Well, I guess they did well. Good then. job, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. My man. God, my God, that video card's lasted for almost ten years. Yeah. Well, the the towers lasted for ten years. So. Hey. Oh. Not if Hudson has anything to do about it. Yeah, don't don't no, do it. Don't it's it. so close no, to the day. I don't have day. two towers. No, it's all close to the day. Why'd you have to bring it up? Save it, save it to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> scroll down a little more. When was this tweet? Um, briefly oh, met bound. briefly met okay. CM Punk while reboarding my oh, delayed yeah. United I know exactly flight when this to BWI. Was. You said that last time you were a year off. 
I'll have Cult of Personality queued up to let Baltimore know the champ has arrived. Yeah, and Sean... I realized the mistake that I made after I posted that. But go it ahead. wasn't CM Punk. Well, no, it was CM Punk, but I said the champ is here. Yeah, that's was which was which w- he was feuding with John Cena at the time. There you go. Right. All right, this, Mar- uh, Sean, when do you think this tweet was? 2012. 2012, uh, Johnny. I, I mean, I might know, but I can't see him. Um, <laughs> again, wrong guy. You could be like your brother did. <laughs> uh, he he fought with the Miz this week, though. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go 2009. 2009, Mark. 2009. What are you doing? That's well, crazy. I have no idea what right, this occurred. So I, I, I distinctly if remember. If you met Stone Cold at BWI, then <laughs> yeah. I would probably know. Yeah, 97. Okay. So it wasn't at BWI. It was at either. It was at one of the two Chicago airports. I can't remember which one. Probably O'Hare. Was the it was probably O'Hare. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on. This is almost too on point. That CM Punk's just hanging out at, a, at an airport. <laughs> no, it, it fits Chicago. into the story. It's, All right. it's, let me, if you let me finish, yeah, let, I was in Can you Chicago let me finish? Can I July. finish? Can I finish? 20, can I finish? It was in 2013, 4th uh-huh. of July. I was in Chicago with Adam McClure. Oh, oh. this is the... Celebrate. Is this the Hold um, on. Wait, I'm still in the game? middle of the story. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I was in Chicago. We were flying home. We went to O'Hare. It was like, I'm going to guess like July 6th or 7th is the date. July 6th or 7th, 2013. I was, we were getting our flight home to BWI and it was right before Monday Night Raw in Baltimore at that. It was, it was whatever that Monday was. He was flying from Chicago to Baltimore to be on Raw that following night. 7, 7, 13. You are correct. Mark knows his tweets. So is that the same night? Is that the same trip though that we're, um, the tornado was over Soldier Field, or is that a different trip? Mm, different trip. Gotcha. But the the other fun thing was that was also the year that the Hawks won the cup in six games or seven games, right? Six or seven games, and what? And and that was like when they were in the Stanley Cup final, or, or when they were about to be in the Stanley Cup final. He went on Raw and screamed into the camera, "Hawks in six or Hawks in seven or something like that. Do you remember that? 2013, not... six, because that was the dramatic comeback against the Bruins. Yeah, so he he like tried the he yelled into one of the cameras on Raw like Hawks and Seven or something like that right. as he was wrestling, and then I as he was boarding the plane, I was like, you know, because that clearly they won the cup. I was like, hey, that was a good call on uh, on Raw that night. He's like, I almost got it. I was one game off, so he might have said Hawks and five or seven or whatever, but it was one game. You know, I acknowledged that I knew who he was, the tribal chief, and that I and that I was watching the program at the time. But then I fucked up the tweet. <laughs> it's all right. He didn't. He didn't. And I tagged him in it. Yeah, he didn't see it. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure he, that's fine. All right, last one before we get to the other games. Have you ever gone to a puppy parade halfway through? It's pointless. Sean, what do you think that tweet was from Mark with a C? Can we back up and find out what that was about? Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. It's, easy. it's a I'll puppy let you parade. I guess, but it's extremely easy. I'll, I'll That's all the context you get. 
I'm Sounds hoping like... that. So I, I think that we should just come up with stories for what this is. You should, but the actual explanation is going to be way less exciting. I cool. know, but this is more like an around the fist wrap. So from my perspective, I believe that Mark was on the red carpet for Puppy Bowl okay. one year during sure. the Super Bowl. Okay. And wow. the puppies were parading in uh-huh. to the to get to play in Puppy Bowl, which you know is always halftime of the Super Bowl. So and the biggest no, 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 event, it's pregame, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before we get to the next one, by the way, Scott and I both know somebody who hosted Puppy Bowl. Carl Foreman. Carl Foreman actually hosted (laughs) Puppy Bowl one year, like eight years ago. Oh, God. Like in his house? No, he was the host. Like the guy, like interviewing the puppies. (laughs) What a gig. Puppies. They can't talk. So I'm going to guess this is around uh, February 6th (laughs) of uh, 2011. All right, Sean. 2010. All right, Mark. You don't, you don't want to know what, it, what the context was? <laughs> After you tell me I'm right. Okay, I have no idea when the tweet was from, but it's a, a quote from Community. It was Troy from Community. Uh, I was just reposting something uh, that ju- had just happened on the show that I watched. June 11th, 2012. Yeah. I was hoping it was Puppy Bowl related. No. Yeah, I mean... Puppies. Come on. You want to hear my million dollar idea? What's your million, million dollar idea? Million dollar idea. Please. Okay. okay. We're giving a ton and, of and ideas away on the show take, right now. We're, it's we're, the Patreon, we're taking so we're fine. taking we're taking fifteen percent if when yeah, it yeah. takes okay, that's fine. Yeah, total. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure, um, that's fine. We'll split up five percent each. Imagine a ball pit, right? Imagine I'm there. No balls, all puppies. God, that's gonna be fucking brutal. So is this after the puppies got neutered? But, yes. But... Like the, <laughs> Got him. No balls, just puppies. No balls, just puppies. <laughs> but here's the thing. What if what if someone of my ilk size decides to do a cannonball into what he thinks is a no, ball pit? You don't know. What do you think is a point. ball pit? Who does a cannonball into a ball pit anyway? Fucking who doesn't, you coward? That's true. <laughs> There's no jumping, it's just laying. So like, you're laying sounds like my Saturday nights. Of, you're laying in a pit of dogs, of yes. puppies. That's it. Totally puppies with no balls. The smell is fucking just. I can't. Ugh. No, no, they, no. You, 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 they, you take them every fifteen minutes. You take them out. You change the puppies. You wrote this like a. I thought you were just a board. Let them go to the bathroom. You have like, you you have like a puppy puppies. that like fluffs up other puppies before they go in. No, you fifteen. You take them out to go to the bathroom. That's it. So Although it wouldn't on. be a bad idea to give them all baths and then and then little like hair hair dry blowouts right before they send them out there to make them look good. Whatever floats your boat. There you go. <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> That's what Carl told me they did. Puppies. <laughs> all right, let's get to our cross our crossover Scott's, game. Scott's just upset that I'm more involved this week, and you normally I just oh, shut I'm up not, and let not Lyle at all. talk, and now I'm. Um, I'm letting you go, brother. You were very yeah. happy to see Sean Leahy. <laughs> yes, that's right. It does seem to be every time. Every time Sean Leahy is around, Mark gets a little pep in his step, and I enjoy it. Well, so I feel like Mark's starting to appreciate redheads more. <laughs> yeah, he's drawn yeah, to. It's it. true. Look, he has to. <laughs> he clearly has the power to create them. So, <laughs> <laughs> is he the god of redheads? <laughs> <laughs> he must be. I don't know. He's just like, got something going on. Yeah, Wolf definitely wasn't spayed or neutered. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, uh, poor Bob Barker. I had to, I had to adopt the third one 
which was the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there, there will not be a creation of a third one. Should have named your dog Bob Barker. That'd have been great. Why would I have named the dog Bob Barker? I don't fucking know. Just name the dog something. She's named Ginger. Better. Clearly. Ooh, Ginger on the Obviously. nose for a redhead dog. Stop it. Just be creative. Call it Nikki Cox. Is creative because the other two kids are gingers. And accidentally, <laughs> I've told this show this story on the show. I called one of the children Ginger at a, a, a sports store that I will not name because I don't want to say the name to lest I be made fun of while we were shopping dicks. for soccer cleats. It's dicks. <laughs> dicks. I don't know. You went to dicks. And I went, went to the I, sports store. Went, he I was went, all he, up in those dicks. He went to dicks with his mouth wide open, ready to go. Uh, <laughs> arms wide open. Oh, Creed. Love it. H- hands wide open. R.I.P. Jimmy Buffett. You guys parrot heads? Man, it's been a week for musicians, hey? Yeah. Smash Mouth died yesterday too. It's not a good. And then thing. the the uh, the guy that wrote Smash Mouth was died. A, there was a Dreamweaver guy. Yeah, the Dreamweaver guy. Yeah. No, no, I didn't oh. hear that one. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh man, Gary, you're right. I think. Man, Gary, right? You are correct. Gary, right? You're right. Of course, when I put in Dreamweaver, it just gives me the Adobe product. So. <laughs> I thought it was just going to come up with the Wayne's World scene. Yeah. <laughs> Cassandra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Well, 80 years old. How about that? Just look at him go. All right. If it's game time, I'm getting a Guinness. All right. Go get a Guinness. We'll talk about you behind your back. Game Bye. time. Ooh. Game time. Ooh. I like I like Mark being involved. Glad. Now if he would show up on fucking time, we got ourselves a show. Well, I got to show up every week. I mean, huh? keep them in line. I mean, I mean if you would like to. No, no, we're going to go to Kinko's and get a cardboard cut out of you. Yeah, we'll put fine. it on there, and then away we go. No, Lyle, Lyle is the permanent full-time guest. I thought you were going to say permanent full-time. cardboard cutout. <laughs> this is, this is right no, you got to stop. Lyle's, we're going to get tagged. Yeah, it's too this perfect. Lyle Square right here. <laughs> that was <You> too close. <laughs> it was too close. You're too perfect, Johnny. You can't do that. Uh, There we go. All right. It is game time. Pop and dogs getting ready. Here we go. First, the crossover grid. Across the top, Penguins Wild. Two-plus Stanley Cup rings down the side. Blackhawks, Golden Knights, and 100-plus wins for a goalie. So. Sean Leahy. All right. I mean, the Penguins ones are pretty easy, but I'm trying to find random names. Uh, I do appreciate that Yeah, we're just trying to fill this one up. We're not trying to. We we wait for Puck the, to This is the warm up. Yeah, I like how Leahy shows up and they're like, "Here, penguins, come on." I, do, yeah. I mean, I could do all three penguins ones if you want. I could do it right now. Not at the yeah, same roll. time. We take turns in the beginning. Yeah, I thought this was the warm up. You know what? Let him roll. Let him let let him cook. You know what? Let him cook. Let him cook. He's the guest. Let him cook. Cook. Penguins, Blackhawks, Jack Johnson. You, so you put in Johnson. <laughs> I mean, just a tip. No Jack. Type in his name. First name, Jack. Jack Johnson's been written there off of go. the NHL history. All right. Penguins, Golden Knights, James Neal. Mm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, actually. Who is more? Who do you think would be? Ah, this is a tough one. James Neal or Derek England? Oh, probably England. Yeah, probably England for sure. I was just thinking because England was like a big deal with them. 
No. Yeah, for uh, for aren't gonna remember three that. weeks. Yeah. 6-2. Love it. And 100 plus goalie wins. Flurry's obvious. Uh, I guess Tom Barrasso? Yeah, I would have went Barrasso. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. 28%. Yeah, that's only safe. Yeah, Flurry's probably like 72%. Yeah. Right, so. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll go the, the chalk uh, Blackhawks Wild and Marion Hosa. Yeah. Uh huh. No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. no. Oh, I did that Marion. last time. Marty yeah, you Havlat. did. <laughs> I did it Jesus. the same thing when Jen was on. Marty Havlat. You They're four. different people, Mark. Yeah, yeah but same <laughs> yeah. initials, and they had the same career almost. You can't tell no, one people. was much more What's successful than the other. One of them was a much better kicker. That's true, That's too. True. <laughs> John? Um, Golden Knights, two plus Stanley ring, two plus Stanley Cup rings, Phil Kessel. There we go. 26, love I'm it. I'm sure that flurry was chalk there. <clears throat> yeah. Probably. Alec Martinez, too. Yeah, Martinez. John Quick. Yeah. Yeah. That actually might have been lower. Man. I didn't think about Quick. Yeah. Who is a 100 win goal, goalie that has two Stanley Cup rings that just coasted to like one of those two rings? Brett Johnson. As a backup. <laughs> who, who backed like, up? Like, uh, did Osgood Os- 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 win two rings? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Os- give me Osgood. Like Vernon. 5.3. Very good. <clears throat> Hawks is too easy. Hawks is I mean, very... Brandon ha- Saad. I'm sure he has two rings. <laughs> nah. You don't think so? Well, did he play 13 and 15? He had been on those teams I, I, in like what was 2011, he in Columbus? 12, 13. I don't know if he was on the 2013 team. He might have been. No? Oh, wait. Tw- uh... 2011 to 23. So, Patrick, give me oh, Patrick Sharp. Long, give me really? Patrick Sharp. Then. Well, he Change came back Patrick again. Sharp. No, I, I didn't realize he's been around since 20, 2011. I thought he started in 2015. Sharp. Wow. Give me Sharp. 4.2 with Patrick Sharp. Hey. <clears throat> John, any two of these you like? You like a, you like any two? Um, You know who 100 win in Wild. You have two choices, buddy. Well, yeah, and, I mean, you can put Flurry in both of those. No. Or, no, no, go random. They're, how about he has the same name as a player that plays for the Capitals? God, stick to our sh- yeah. There's one, and then stick to the shtick of the show, man. <laughs> <Right>. Dwayne <laughs> Rollison and Manny Fernandez. Pick one. Jeez, Mark. each of them has got to have 100 dude. wins in the league. Damn, dude. Jeez. Yeah, but I have no idea. They played like they played like eight games each each season. <laughs> What's in that? I don't care. It's crazy pills. Just choose whichever one you want. Then. Rollo, 5.8. Who are we doing for uh, Wild and uh, Golden Knights? Chalking this one? Chalking this one? I mean, I, I, can't I only think, know. I honestly Murray. can't I think of anybody else. Who, else would be <laughs> who, else they, who did they lose in the draft? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. John Merrill. Oh, John Merrill. Jonathan Merrill. There you go. Look at that. 327 nice. to rank. Yeah, not bad. Devin Dubnik. We Dubnik. probably could have done better there, but... <clears throat> Devin Dubnik. Yeah. Barrasso yeah. was the number one? Barrasso Chalk. Oh, who are the other ones for that one, Scotty? For the Barrasso one? They go. Oh, you know Crossover why? Because let... people went flurry... They don't show us, do they? People yeah. went flurry in the Elsewhere. other square, so they, they yeah. couldn't use flurry down yeah, there. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't show you the other options? No, unfortunately, they do not. What is that? All right. I know, it's, it's fucked. 
but yeah. let's, go terrible, Immacul- terrible. let's go to Immaculate Grid. It's funny, Grid though. Hosa, Hosa was there for the Penguins. Should have done that. All right, cross the top for Immaculate Grid. Bruins, Rangers, 100-plus point season down the side. Red Wings, Avs, 50-plus assist season. I, I'll take the first one. Avs, Bruins, Ray Bork. Thank you. Let's move on. Chalk, <laughs> baby. Joe, wow, big chalk. Right. I mean, again, we're not trying to get. I'm Gary just trying Ford. to get through it. Maybe I am. Maybe On this. Why not? It's really happening. I mean, this is this is when Lyle being old helps us out. Look at all the the uh, original six teams on this one. That is it's true. Three of them. Then we also have old and heads. and the Nordiques would would have counted there too. They weren't one of the original old. six, but they're old. Ooh, but no, I but have... they're all right. Sean Leahy. Avalanche right, Rangers. One that almost happened, Joe Sackick. Yeah. But Guy Lafleur. That's a good one. Mm. Perfect. 6%. Nice. Oh. John Leahy, one of those 6%. That's me. Johnny? Um, Any of these here you like? No. Okay. Uh, none at all, actually. Um, I mean, Rangers and Red Wings should be relatively easy. If you want to just go for it, no, go, no, you uh, okay? Shanny Shanahan. Oh, I forgot he played for the Rangers. Yeah, there you go, twenty-one. <clears throat> All right, Johnny. Yeah, I had no idea that he played for the Rangers. Yeah. Um, Bruins fifty-plus season Adam Oates. I think that's a good one. I think that's right there, there with the eight. Nice work in the Caps jersey. <clears throat> in the Caps headshot, yeah. Leahy, what do you got? Boom, headshot. I guess Rangers, 50-plus season, Yager. Yags. Boom, 5%. Wow. Wow. Nice. So that had to occur with the team, though. Correct, correct. Any of these season stats has to apply to the team, except for this one here. They had to have 100 points in a season and 50-plus in a season. Oh, same season. Same season. Ooh. But that could be for any team, though, so that's pretty easy. That's true. You'd leave wide open. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to go obscure on that one, at least. All right. Let's crowdsource this one for a sec. I'm going to go Michael Nylander. Did he ever score over 100 points? Probably not. Johnny Gaudreau. You going goods here? Unless anyone has something more random. I I mean, I'm sure that there's somebody else that you're like, I had no idea that occurred, but I'm not going to remember that. I'm just thinking of the guys that hardly – like Panarin – would probably be somewhere on here, right? I don't know. Would he? Is he? Has he ever had over a hundred point season? I think so. He might have. Just the guys that are not known for goal scoring that just dish the puck. I would think. I mean, I Backstrom. Think, would I would think more hundred points and fifty assists in a season, right? I think more obscure would be a guy like Ovechkin, who people don't know for his assisting skill, but gets those secondaries also sweetly. Yeah. I mean, Ovechkin, what what was his highest point total in season? Like 112? Yeah. I mean, like, how many assists did Mary Lemieux have in seasons? Sean? <laughs> yeah, but the year, he, the year he had 112 points, he also had, like, 60-plus goals. So I don't even think That's he might. That's what I mean. Like, like maybe like, he had 50 assists. Gretzky had, like, 210 points in a season and had, like, wow. 400 assists that same season. Wow. Gretzky is probably, I, I, Gretzky's probably That's probably chalk. chalk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, now we're we're, we're we want to go with chalk. <laughs> no. Well, no, in I, this case, I'm okay with right? the Goudreau. If you want to go with it, let's yeah, make it with, happen. Go with Goudreau and see. Johnny Goudreau. 
0.4%. Good work. By the way, Ovechkin had 100 points and 50 assists three times in his career. Wow. Wow. I wonder where he would be. Well, this one doesn't show us the list either. I think it might. Or or it might give us... Yeah, I don't think it gives percentage. It gives us who did it. All right. So, like, Avalanche at 100-point season... Forsberg's probably on that. Yes. Milan Hayduk? You think he got 100 points? I, I don't think, think Hayduk ever I did. I think he did. Like one Maybe. year and exactly at 100. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Matthew Schneider for Bruins, Red Hawks, or Red Hawks, Jesus Malmo? Christ. Did Schneider ever play for the Bruins? This is in the CFL League. Are you, are you going for... Uh... No, did he ever no, play for the Bruins? No, I don't think he did. I know he played for the Red Wings. I don't think he did play for the Bruins. Did um, oh man, I wish Jen was around. This guy, I think there's like an the old room, school player. <laughs> Didn't some old school forward play for both? Oh, I know, I know one that played for both. That's always my go-to. That no one ever fucking guesses. Go. All right. All right. Yuri Flieger, point one percent. Point one. He doesn't even nice. have a picture. No, and it's and it's a go-to because he played for like seven different teams. Play for the Penguins and the Canucks. Right. Go ahead the, and yeah. pipe in uh, anybody you want to hear. Zetterberg, whoever. But Eisenstrom. Luke Robitaille, maybe? I don't know. Brett Hall. Wait, but did they get it with the Red Wings, though, is the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, who was the, the Swedish guy that sat on the crease and scored a bunch of goals? Holmstrom? Holmstrom. I don't think he got 100, though. No. Should 100's just, a lot. Should we just put Eisenstrom uh, uh, with chalk and go from there? Yeah. Yeah. Or Fedorov. 180. Uh, oh, here's the possible answer. Wow, only five? Five people. Holy shit. Let's see. Fedorov, Iserman. Fedorov, Iserman, <laughs> John O'Grudnik, Marcel Dion, and Gordy Howe. That's a... Uh, oh, How did Gatsuk never That's score amazing. 100 points? He yeah. wasn't a 100-point guy, though. He had yeah, a lot of assists. He was a two Not a ton guy. of goals, right? right? That's pretty... That's interesting. You would have thought there would have been way more than that. And the fact there's only eight on the uh, Avalanche that's 100 plus points you know, it was, is interesting. They had, Mc, McKinnon, Rantanen. guys who hit 70, 80, 90 points. Yeah, they did. So Stastny. McKinnon, Rantanen, Statsny, Goulet, Jacques Richard. That would have gotten that would have gotten zero point zero because no one remembers him. <clears throat> All right, so there we go. All right, now. All right. That now we're, neat. we're primed. We're, I, we're primed I will. And we're ready I will preface go. this by saying. My unique score today was four. Wow. I had all of them except one. Only one was over 1%, and six of them were under a percent. Jesus. Great. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, but the problem is, is that you need to turn this into something that's worthwhile. I have to monetize this. Yes. <laughs> all right. All so right. across the top, Penguins, Rangers, three-plus teams career. Blackhawks, L.A., Coyotes down the side. The three-plus teams I hope was career. If they did it in a season, that's a very scant list. Mm-hmm. Sean Leahy, you're the guest. Uh, Penguins, Coyotes, Rick Tockett. Cox, Josh. That's two seats. We're two already seats. over four. Rick Tockett, there we go. Yep. 2%. No, we're there. Halfway there. Nice, <laughs> nice hair. Nice, good quaff. That nice old uh, all-star game jersey. Yeah. Mark? All right. I got L.A. and three teams. I, I'm open to criticism, but I'm pretty sure this is right. Alec Martinez. That's wrong. That's wrong. I think he's only had two. Yeah. Yep. Just two? I thought he played. Damn it. I thought he played for like Vancouver and Minnesota. Nope. 
just the the wild and the or the kings of the knights. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, shit then. All right, back. I me mean, out. you couldn't even go with Jonathan Quick in that one either because I think he's only at two. Yep. Well, yeah. Yep. Um, you want to do three? I mean, this might be a little too high if you could think of another, but Luke Robitaille. No. Well, you think Robitaille or Gretzky would be Gretzky somebody that would be Gretzky? More. You think people would think yeah. more about Kings I mean, and Gretzky uh, on that it, one? It, I think Robitaille could be high too. Well, so the King, the Gretzky is going to be high on that. What about Gabbert? Everybody there? remembers him. Oh, hold on. Gabbert's the one. Gabbert's a good one. 4%. Good work. There we go. All right. All right. I'll take that. All right. Johnny? Oh. Jeez. Um, Didn't we just have this one in the other game? We had this one here, this pairing. Yeah. Yes. But we didn't know anybody that was great, right? Yes. <clears throat> Sean Lay, he mentioned him. He, he mentioned a fantastic same, guitar. Same, like, yeah, I was about to say, same as Jack Johnson. Yeah. Yari Slager. That might work too, actually. 3% on this one. Lower on the Puck Doku. By the way, this brought to you by BR Open Ice. Bleacher Report with the slideshows. I, I can't wait until Puck Doku comes out with, from uh, Pop Jocks. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Sean Leahy, you're back at her. Uh, oh, Black, wait. Yes. Blackhawks, Rangers, John Scott. This is before John Scott was John Scott. There you go. Point five. Point five. Wow. Loving it. But up, 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 up. Back to Mark. All right. This better be under a percent, and I really hope it's who Scotty picked as well. I want Arizona, three teams, Boyd Gordon. <laughs> nice. I did not pick him, but 0.2%. Oh, that's a good that's one. Good. That's a Boyd good pick. A good well done. There. Johnny? Wow. Um, like, none of these teams jump out to me. So we got left L.A. Penguins, L.A. Rangers. Damn, I shouldn't have stole Gabrick for three-plus teams because L.A. Rangers would have worked for him too, right? Should have, yeah. 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 Not bad. Um, oh, uh, um, never mind. Go. Oh. Never, no. Dubinsky yeah. didn't play for the Kings, did he? No. No. Columbus. Yeah. yeah. It's almost too bad that uh, Shane Morrison didn't play for the Rangers. <laughs> um, yeah, I. I mean, I'm sure that I you know got... somebody who played for the Blackhawks with three plus teams, but I feel like that's a very high number. If you say somebody like Chelios or something like that, mm-hmm. so um, there has to be somebody better. Oh, 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 oh! All right, He's a form- He's a very popular former Capital. Oh. Well known, you guys. Oh all know. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. That's a great one, a good Johnny. One. He got traded for Brooks Like. Bondra? Yeah. I had no idea he played for the Blackhawks. Yeah, Blackhawks nobody else probably does either. <laughs> Point two. Look at you. Wow. Well done, Sean. Good pull, Sean. I, I, there would have been no chance that I remembered he played for the Blackhawks. It's a great board, boys. Sean Leahy. 
I mean, there's only three left, so anybody can Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Open bar. Jeff Jeff Carter's an obvious one for Penguins Kings, but I want to try and think of someone more obscure. Penguins Kings. Oh. Did Jeff Schultz ever make his way to to Pittsburgh? No. I almost want to say Brian Smolinski. For Kings Pass? confident. Yeah, I don't know about that in the Kings. I know he was definitely Penguins Bruins. This is, you know, late 90s, so this sure. is a while ago. Yeah. Not easy. Mm, Penguins, Kings. Well, Did Rangers Cullen ever play for the Kings? No. No. So we got Penguins, Kings, Rangers, Kings, and Rangers Coyotes left on the board if you're an audio listener. If you're screaming at your screen on the YouTube, thanks for paying for uh, the Ooh, Patreon. Um, oh, yes? Marty Straka. Where? Penguins, Kings. Didn't he play for both those teams? <sighs> I want to say yeah. No, Penguins Kings, not yeah, Rangers yeah, Kings. No, 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 I think yeah. Scotty's saying that he was for the Rangers. No, I, I clicked the wrong one. <laughs> I'm like 99% sure Marty Straka paid, played for both of those teams. Are we? Are right, we? Let's... Thumbs up? Yeah, let's go with it. If, if he's wrong, we just kick him out. Yeah, kick me out. Hey! Oh, all right. Well done. It's Mark's night tonight. Wow. All right, boys, let's see if we can keep it under 15 or keep it at nine. Rangers, Kings, Rangers, Coyotes. Rangers, Kings. Damn, I stole Gabarik. Sorry, guys. It's all right, man. But Gabarik's got to be pretty pretty high high percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the highest is Gretzky in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. That's obvious. Robitaille, too. Yeah, right. The second well, highest I mean, pick one of the three. I wonder if a lot of people probably. What about remember... Marty McSorley? Did he play for the Rangers? Uh, mm, I don't think he used Sharks. Yeah. Sharks, Kings. I don't know. Did who Reeves? Else. Did Reeves ever play for the Kings? No. No. Not yet, at least. Right. <laughs> Give it till <laughs> midseason. <laughs> Damn, we, we could use Lyle for a uh, Whalers Rangers right about now. Why would we use whalers? I'm sorry, not whalers. Nordiques. Damn it. What, what? am I doing? <laughs> nope. No. Third, yeah. third time's a charm. You mean the Jets? The Jets. Yeah, Jets. <laughs> I was just naming all the former teams. Thrash, Thrasher's Rangers right about <gasps> Oh, God. Yes, Sean. Oh, God. No, Is I know. Is it Andrew Castles? No, I know Rangers Kings, and I hate this. I hate this so much. Please. But I have Is to. Is it Brian Boyle? It. Yes, it's Brian Boyle. There you go. <laughs> My man. 1%. 1%. My man. Of course. Beautiful. Of course. Of course. Oh, and he's center square, just like he is in Sean Leahy's heart. <laughs> I was just thinking like early 2000s Kings players, and there we go. There it is. All right, last one, Rangers and Coyotes. That is so good. John Scott would have been a good one for this that one, too. Been, yeah. All right, Rangers. Coyote. Maybe Marion Gabbert, too. Did they send his uh, LTIR, his Catholic there at one point? Or? Unfortunately, I think they have to, have to play, play a game, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, they, th- they threw out the Catholic for a shift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know how great it would be if one of these comes up and it says a contract with the Coyotes <laughs> and, uh, like, nothing else? That would be ours when they don't when they allow us to do it. Uh, mm, yeah. Did uh, shit Shattenkirk ever play for the Coyotes? 
No, don't think so. Ducks, he played for the Ducks, yeah. Tampa, Blues. Yeah, he played Colorado. for the Rangers for like a hot second, though. Didn't yeah, he? like two years. Don't forget old, you know, Winnipeg Jets too, right? This yeah. is gonna be tough. Bob Asenza. No, he wasn't a Ranger. I want to say this one was the heart. This one was the last one for me to get to. So, this guy, if Scotty has one up his sleeve. We could always I mean, use the, the ace day, in the sleeve. Could, yeah, ace, ace in the hole here. It is very true. I mean, we have got a fantastic uniqueness score at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, this... you guys, great, a great uniqueness score. I mean, this is almost as good as this. It might be the best we've done on the show yet. If you want to tap see, and use my pick, hold on, let's, let's another minute or two. The worst part is like when we see all the other names, we're gonna be like, oh yeah, this these five guys for sure, they're obvious, but yeah. It's like I could think of guys, but it's just not. It's only Brian Boyle. He's always on my mind. <laughs> what was the always on my mind? Did did Michael Delzato ever make his way to Arizona? By the way, just retired. I don't think he did. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, sadly, that's a great pick if we have no idea what it is, but we do. I'd have... rather take Scotty's and then see if Delzato's on the list. Yeah, agreed. Sean Lake, do you have the last one? That is a great I'm still thought, thinking. though. Okay. I'm still thinking. Um, trying to think of, like, the f- goalies, random top. forwards. Ah, oh, goddamn. Paul Stastny. By, no. by the way, Peter, my uniqueness score has just dropped to three. Um, as people Peter went was on. Nordique. Uh, yeah. So if you have Rangers abs one time. <laughs> no, Peter wasn't on the Rangers. What am I saying? Or he was on the Devils. Um, Peter Sikora. No. <laughs> was Yannick Perot ever on the, uh, the other Rangers? Peter Sikora? The other Peter <laughs> How great would it be? You play, type in Peter Sikora that you have no idea which one's which. You're like, God damn it. Because they both like one. started and ended at the same time. It's probably <laughs> impossible, but there should be a grid that's all Sutter Brothers. And, or <laughs> Sutter Brothers. You could do the six Sutter Brothers and the th- three of the three of the four Stahl Brothers. Well, what, last week, wasn't there one that you pl- played with Stahl brother? Played with a Stahl Brother was last or week. Two yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, right. I had no idea. Who Let's just is, take so. yours, Scotty, yeah, and we'll look for Delzato on the list. Ole Jokinen? 11. Mm. Oh. 11 uniqueness. I don't remember him playing guys. for the Coyotes. I don't he ever played for the Coyotes for like for three Rangers. years. <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Rangers for 50-some games. He played for the Coyotes for like three years. Oh, wow. Wow. So which one you Must guys have a big take a Doesn't this show us what the other things are? Yeah. Yeah, click on the Coyote one with the Rangers first. Let's Let's figure that out. Derek Stepan was the top pick. Oh, 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 that's an obvious one. Keith Yandel. Duclair. Oh, Broussard. Ty Domi. There was Broussard. I knew it. I fucking, I didn't know he played for the Coyotes, but I had a feeling he was going to be on Mike Gartner. He's like a discount Mike Sillinger at this point. Amante. Derek Morris. Derek Morris. Derek Morris would have been the one I probably should have thought of. Marcel Hosa. No one's getting that. Wouldn't have thought of it. But wait, hold up. Scroll up. Peter Medved's on that fucking list. You yeah. said Statsny. No, but we were talking about Peter Nedved earlier. Oh, we were, yeah. On... <laughs> or was it Peter Sikora? We were Peter Sikora, yeah. Yeah, sorry. John Scott would have worked here. The other Peter. Perfect. John Brandon Scott would have been great. 
Alex Ald, who's another guy who's always on this. Maryland, Severna Park High School alumni, Jarrett Tenorti. Mike Rupp. I don't remember him. Jesus, Jared, Jared Tenorti. What happened to that guy? Chad Johnson. Jason Doig. My man. Michelle Petit. Uh, uh, Dallas Eakins. Halpern. I don't remember him playing for the Coyotes. Mm. Or Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Or Rangers. You're right. Noonan. Noonan. Wow. So and then this is just a who's who. That's a lot of wow. Jesus. All right. Who's who of who? Any other ones you could? By the way, Gretzky and three plus teams only at ten percent for the Kings. But well, it was the they top probably pick. everybody else went Gretzky with LA and Rangers. So yeah, thirty six percent. Kessel on there as chalk twice with Gretzky and Hosa. Yeah, Hosa the top top chalk pick. Martin Jones. Look at all those. John Avery. Another Ole Okunin sighting. Ben Scrivens, ben, remember him? Ben Scrivens, wow. There we go. Anson Carter. Brian Brayden Boyle would have worked here. Hey, Brian Boyle. Martin Fr- Cloutier. Terry Salchuk, I forgot he played for the fucking Kings. Jonas Andros. There are a lot of people on this one. Yeah. Jesus, keeps going. Patrick O'Sullivan. Yannick Perot. Peter Ahola. Ahola. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the last guy? Darren Elliott. Oh. Andrew St. Laurent. Former Thrasher's uh, color <laughs> commentator. Ta- Chris Chris Jericho's dad. Ryan Englum. <laughs> Ryan Englum. Barry Gibbs from the, the Bee Gees, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Heinz 57. Nice. Oh. Jason Ward. Larry Brown, former Pistons head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bourne? Uh, Good times. I don't remember that part of the movie. I'm going to pee before shout outs. Go. All right. Well. Yeah, yeah. Why? Hold on. Why are the two of the uh, goats? Yeah. I was like, wait, why? Yeah, it's not Mario Lemieux. Oh. No, it's not. He is not the goat, that's for sure. Oh. I'm going to be a braggart here and fuck all y'all. I'm going to be a braggart. I'm be a braggart. Did you take a screenshot of our 11? Uh, I will here in a second. Here, oh, uh, no, that's my old uniqueness. There's my new uniqueness. Uh, very goalie heavy. Jocelyn Tebow is a good one. That's Tebow, a good one, Matt yeah. Garon. Emil Francis, Randy Carlisle. <sighs> Daniel Berthume. Yeah, baby. Pokey and the Bandit. All those random goalie Mondays really paid off. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> All these years. All these years. Mark, is, that, finally... is that Mark Fitzpatrick? Or yeah, Rory? Mark Fitzpatrick. So, two at 0. 0.0. I was very proud of myself for that one. I only know the Emil Francis because Lyle mentioned him like two weeks ago. So, What if uh, what if I start putting in other like really like high scores to draw your uniqueness <laughs> down farther? That would be well, great. Did, did you see... Um, a couple weeks ago, I guess Bill Simmons got into like doing the basketball one. Oh yeah, and like he thought he was such a badass because he's like, "Oh, check out my highest score! Is this this shit's easy?" And meanwhile, he had like the highest score, like five hundred and sixty-six. And I guess <laughs> everyone told him, you know, that's not how you play the game. And then a week later, he's like, "Oh, I'm down to like fifteen now. I, I got, I finally understand this game." <laughs> so, good well, job, Br. I feel like Bill said. I feel like Bill Simmons is the one person that you'd be like, yeah, you're cheating. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, there we go. That was a good. That was a good one, boys. Let me snip this, and uh, yeah, Spain neuter that one. Hey, yeah, exactly. Shout out. All right, Johnny P. Shout out. Spain neutered that one. <laughs> uh, we're gonna give a uh, shout out to uh, Leahy's puppy ball pit. <laughs> That's what hey. I'm gonna call it from now on. Just need a few more bucks to get this thing popping. Let's go. And my pop, and I don't mean the dogs. Hey. Oh, hey yo. Um, I will give a shout out to soccer starts for you, doesn't it? Uh, soon up there in the uh, the island. Saturday, three forty. Damn, let's Oof. go. Nothing like kids soccer in the fall. <laughs> and uh, give a shout out to the black bears raising a banner. Nay. This weekend, let's raise it. Figure it's going to go somewhere in Piney Orchard. Uh, so yeah, hockey is back for me. So I think I'm good. All right, uh, Mark. Uh, <clears throat> so you were asking what was in the Guinness? Was I? It wasn't what was in the Guinness. It was in this Atomic Age. Stout. Oh. Uh, you ready for the pairings? Oh, please. Yes, this is another adroit theory. 12% stout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The pairings music with this beer is going to be Alphaville by Imperial Triumphant. I'm going to guess that's a metal band. They won't is like it. This is a beer that won't let you pick your own beer, Sean. Do, do they sing about Alf? Is it I don't know. We're going to have to look at what Alphaville, Alpha, like songs from Melmac. Yes. <laughs> did you ever get those? Did you ever get those Burger King vinyls? As a kid, that was in the the, the Alf Burger King uh, giveaways they had for kids' meals. No, all right. I wasn't no. a Burger King guy. Still not. Still. So we've. I learned. By the way, we've moved on from meals and cigars to now movies and books. So the movie you should watch while all drinking this beer is Taxi Driver by Martin Scorsese. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. <sighs> you talking to me? It's the most. This, is, this could be the most <laughs> pretentious beer pick you've ever had. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Taxi and the book. Driver? Yeah, can, taxi can I driver. just watch? It's taxi? not just. Yeah, just watch Taxi. Yeah, it'd be great. Get a Perfect. little. Uh, yeah. Danny DeVito yeah, in there. We all can we guess? Can we guess the? On that joke. Can I guess the book? Communist yes. Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Something by Anne Rand. <laughs> Tropic of Cancer by Henry. Damn, Miller. it's kind of close. <laughs> That's it the is book pretty that George close. forgot uh, yeah, in the did. library back. Or was it the Tropic of Miller, Capricorn? The guy from TV. That yeah, I, th- I think I know who Henry Miller is. I gotta look that up. You're thinking of Henry Henry Winkler? Yeah, uh, exactly. No, I'm the dude who like who had like that like the face that looked like he could smash his face into things all the time. Oh. And he was really high energy, but wound up being a huge dick. <laughs> that could be any block shot. Henry Rollins. Block shot. Henry Rollins was the one I was thinking of. You're right. You're exactly right. Look, I was fucking close. Sorry to the guy that wrote that book. I didn't mean to conflate you with Henry probably Rollins. Probably dead anyway. He probably is. <laughs> probably. Uh, he did anyway. Oh, boy. All right. Anything else, Mark? No, I'm good after that. All right. Perfect. <laughs> By the way, the the Tropic of Cancer was published in '34. So yeah, Henry Miller's long dead. <laughs> yeah, he won't come after us. He died yeah. in 1980. I think he's fine. Uh, Sean, shout out. 
Shout out to real live <laughs> hockey in in two weeks. Oh yeah. Um, how 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 is the NHL going to Australia for preseason games? But they've not found they didn't find a way to put Liam Kirk on one of the two rosters. Well, you know. Right? Is he? Is he? Is he? Oh, he's not the Australian guy. Who's the Australian guy? Uh, Nathan Walker. I'm thinking of Liam Kirk's from England, right? Yeah, that great, was his great, great Yeah. Like, how is Nathan Walker who, ju- who just got put on unconditional waivers for a buyout? Ouch, my bad. Um, <laughs> at 23 years old. I mean, how can they not find a roster for him? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, was it last year, two years ago, where like Roman Yossi and Nino Niederreiter went back to Switzerland? They got like the the nice standing ovations. Like that was cool. But, like they go to Australia. They have one Australian player in the league, and they didn't use the team that the guy is on. Well, okay, you know, like on. to be honest though, they had no idea which team Nathan Walker was going to be. That's true. They probably they thought he was going to get traded. They could they could have just you know, <clears throat> signed him to a PTO during camp and then cut him as soon as the plane lands back home. How, I mean, how about... Nathan, Nathan Walker is effectively our our new Chris Bork. Yes. Stanley Cup champion, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. He played uh, really well in that one game, too. Yeah. He did great. Uh, what else? What else we got? <laughs> Say, uh, shout out to, um, to content factories that need to post roster Olympic roster projections anytime like there's a story about the NHL thinking about the Olympics or any sort of international competition. It seems like we do this every like six months where like somebody will ask Bill Daly, hey uh, how's that international schedule coming along that you guys have been talking with the union about for the last fifteen years that's never come to fruition. And then everyone's like, oh let's look at this team Canada roster projection for whatever and just like you're two and a half years out. Yeah, plenty of time. Let's slowly roll. This isn't the TSN trade deadline show where they're trying to fill space for like an hour and a half. Just relax, relax, okay? God damn it! Like he just destroyed our show for next week's. Game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right. You'll be a week. You'll be a week closer to the training camp next week. We're gonna talk about. We were random... gonna talk about Germany's uh, Olympic roster for this. You could talk about all the random PTOs that guys are on for, for this year because I'm sure they're gonna be a ton. Because I think it's Danton Heinen's back with the Bruins and. Oh. Maybe, Big uh, names. Bring up old stories about like Scotty Upshaw. I think he had like Oof. three or four PTOs and he made the team each time, Little which PTO. is pretty wild. But um, that's a stat. That's yeah, a stat. I, I was actually, you know, why that, that's in my head. I was, I wanted to do a story with him about that a couple years ago, but I could never. Like I, every time I would, the, the thing, the, the one time I wanted to do, it, I think he was trying out for a team. He didn't make it, so. By the time he got cut, I just ruined the whole story idea. But that would be really good too. You could have flyers and made team on PTO, but it didn't have to. It didn't have to be the flyers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Pukdoku. Yeah. Good game. Frustrating game, but a good game. It is and, frustrating. And uh, shout out to uh, fall coming up soon. I'm really tired of these 90 degree days where I'm. Just standing outside, not moving, and sweating profusely, which is not a fun time. Yeah, dude, it's global so, warming, uh, yeah. man. That's it for me. You're going to have that well into November with the global warming, brother. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, this to moving. Mm. Hate it. Not a fan. But really. also a shout-out to moving. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. We're about two weeks two weeks from a move, so we got to get in gear. But uh, good times, great times. Keep telling myself that. Um, other than that, not much going on. That's been about it. 
By the way, Nathan Walker, also Youngtown Phantom alumni, Johnny. Wow. Got that going for you. Connection connection to the Black Bears. And you know what? A diss to not having a real Black Bear. I'll be on Sean Leahy's thing. They should have done it at least for the home opener this this year. uh, Shouldn't be able to raise a banner until that happens. (laughs) (laughs) The Black Bear raises the banner. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Yeah, that'd be great. the Black Bear to work. Put it on its hind legs, reeling up, growling. It'd be great. That's it. That's all for Johnny P. Mark of the Scene, Sean Leahy. I'm Scotty Wise. To a Will Ferrell movie. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction Podcast, Monsters.com. At FOHS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the fun stuff. And you can also get us on Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Um, that's it. We'll talk to you guys in a week's time. Maybe Johnny will be here. Maybe he won't. Who knows? Who knows? We know. Not really. We'll talk to you then. Peace.